Welcome to this Time to Lead podcast where leaders come together to grow and get better. My name is Fred and I'm your host and your mental growth coach and I'm so ready to make a difference in the lives of our listeners. We believe that before you can lead others, you must first lead yourself. So on this podcast, we focus on self-leadership. I'm so honored to have my brother on and I just got to be able to just kind of blow him up right now. He is the founder and CEO and visionary of the Remand Project, which is a nonprofit coaching and consultant firm specializing in personal and leadership development for black men seeking to break the vicious cycle of missed potential so they can transform every area of their lives. Amongst other things, I want to introduce to you my friend Donald. Absolutely. <laughs> I got the new branding, right? You got the new brand. That's <laughs> Donald, man. <laughs> oh, I'm so appreciative. Of that, man. Thank you for uh, for bringing me on, being part of uh, your family, your audience, right? Thank you, man. Um, yeah. Converse with you and converse with them. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, man, I appreciate you. So for those who don't know who Donald is, man, tell me, uh, give me a little background and uh, so we can introduce you and uh, what's going on with the Remand Project. Yeah, man. So uh, I am, and, and I'm sure we'll get into this a, a little later, right? Yeah, um, yeah. We're talking about a crisis. Yes, sir. Um, but I am <clears throat> a second generation pastor or was uh, a second generation pastor. Uh, most people know my mother, uh, Bishop mm. Aretha Morton. That's my baby. Right. <laughs> uh, 83 years young wow beautiful right? beautiful still, big shout out to man, still mm, pastor, mm, still doing her mm, thing. um and so i'm great i can see the smile on your face when you talk about yeah, mom we're gonna talk about an it angel bro yeah. and i and i want to you know we'll, we'll talk about how even that relationship has gone through crisis right sure sure yep yep have happened even with that um, and uh, I pastored for 25 years uh, mm. and uh, did so successfully and did it well. Um, and I am and have been married uh, three times. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and Fred, I will tell you, uh, one, one of the things that I learned is being married three times that the X factor in all those marriages was me. So it wasn't, couldn't have been them. That's uh, right, right, right. Donald Morton was doing that Donald Morton needed to fix. Shit, right? yes. Um, and, and now leading, uh, founded and CEO of the Remand Project, which simply <clears throat> at its core, man, is a character development organization. It's, it's nice. a way to have brothers interrupt patterns, mm -hmm. uh, these cycles that we find ourselves in, um, being able to highlight them and, and recognize them and say, let's, let's, let's crush that, let's smash yes. that so that yes. you can come out on the other side, uh, the kind of man that uh, we really need you to be. And the truth of the matter is, man, uh, amidst and among all of the work that I've done uh, in my 51 years of being alive, mm -hmm. I will tell you that this is the most significant work I've ever done. That's awesome. Uh, because uh, our nation and our world, Fred, is in crisis. Yes. Uh, and the crisis that exists uh, is around adult black males. Mm -hmm. And to the degree and to the extent we can <clears throat> help adult black males, we help families. 
And when we help families, we help society. And when we help society, the world has changed. Mm -hmm. So I uh, endeavor to transform an entire culture. I tell the brothers all the time, I ain't even after you, my man. I'm Mm -hmm. after the entire culture. My goodness. Right. And I'm going to do it one man at a time. So I'm looking forward to this conversation, bro. And spreading all my business. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So it's interesting because, um, um, you know, I'm glad you just, you know, reminded me that this, that the topic of this episode is leading through a crisis. And typically right now, you know, when we, when we hear crisis, we hear the crisis. And when the first thing that comes to mind is COVID, right? So that's the, we got that everybody, but I think that, you know, leading through a crisis is, is, is a little bit more broader than that because we have little crises every single day, like little right. foxes that, uh, you know, come up and whether it's, you know, race relations, whether it's, you know, dealing with, you know, Black Lives Matter or dealing with just some people on the job or in the church or the ministry, there's always little crises. And, and uh, I've always been taught that um, the, a crisis rev- either will either, well, I actually heard it said that when a crisis will either promote you or expose you. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And so and also I heard that crisis will actually re, kind of reveal the leader. So in, in your when you think of the word crisis, what, what does that mean to you? And and start started starting from you when you were younger, because I know when we were younger. I had some crises when I was younger, born yes. and raised in one to Delaware as well. And there were some situations where I had to be able to move because my mom was she had schizophrenia. She had a mental illness. Okay. Dad wasn't around. Mm-hmm. So at 12, 13 years old, I had to be I had a lot of little crises. But the only thing that got me through was just knowing that I that I could I don't have to stay here. Yeah. So you know, how, what, what, what's your, what do you take on that? Give me some, some examples of- uh, Yeah, you know, man. So uh, I, was, I was born, <laughs> hey Fred, listen. <laughs> I was born in a dysfunctional family, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody, everybody sees my mom now, right? Uh, my father was actually in the home for the first, I don't know, eight years of my life. Yeah. Um, but he was physically present and wasn't emotionally present. My dad didn't know how to be a father. He didn't know, he didn't know his father. Um, and so it was very difficult on him to try to really figure all of that out. Yeah. And so I took that very personal, you know, my, my parents um, drank every single day. Mm-hmm. And Bishop, she right, was Bishop right. then, right? So right, she right, drank right. every single day. My father right. drank every single day. My sister uh, was on drugs mm-hmm. early. Yeah, uh, I, I'm I, I'm so proud of her though. I think my sister has like 25, 30 years clean. Oh, that's great! Right, oh, and God. so she that's she awesome. was really my my uh, my hero. And so mm. you know, my father died of chronic alcoholism. Oh, okay, right. I, so yeah. um, just a kind of a bit a story about my parents. So they, they, <clears throat> they separate when I'm 10. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I literally witnessed my mother throw my father through a window. Mm-hmm. Right. And call the cops on my dad and the cops come to lock my dad up. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so fighting. Yeah on the weekend because both of them were intoxicated. That was my norm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And because it was my norm, 
I thought everybody lived like that. Right, right. You, right. you know, yeah, what yeah. I'm the environment, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, the environment. Yeah, like this yeah. is don't, don't your family. Don't That's right. Your mom throw your That's dad right. through right. window. Yeah, don't you don't. Know? I mean, <laughs> are you kidding me? Right. What's wrong with y'all? You yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fam. What's wrong? Sure. With yeah, family? yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And so, yeah. You know, it became um, incredibly toxic. Yeah, so it became a part of my mentality to think that that's normal. Got it. Um, and so they, they, you know, my my mother uh, leaves my father in the middle of the day. Wow. Right. She tells this story all the time. I said, Mom, you <laughs> you got issues, girl. <laughs> so so let me tell you how brilliant the chick is. What she does is she moves us in pieces. My father would go away for the weekend, spend time with his boys, what have you, yeah. and come home. You know, that's how they did it back in the day. All yeah, old yeah. school stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. And so what she would do is she would begin to move clothes from the outside of the closet in. And she would always leave a little gap mm -hmm. in the closet so that it would show what looked like a closet full of clothes, but it was only three pieces of clothes. So my dad, my, my, my friend. Oh, that's, that's methodic. That's, that's methodical. Strategic. Yeah, 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 right? absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Man. So he, never, he never knew he was being left. So he goes to work. Wow. You no, know, he goes away for the weekend like he always does. Yep. By the time he comes home, he and his boy, his boy, the, the house is empty. His boy mm. says, Hey, Donald, because I'm a junior. Yeah. Uh, and he says, hey, Donald, somebody robbed you. He said, ain't nobody robbed me, man. My wife is gone. She left me. Wow. And so two years after that time, Fred, I'm about 12, 13, something like that. They decide they're going to reconcile. Okay. And, you know, my father, who was not emotionally present, he moved when he left to California, mm -hmm. Long Beach, California. So he's not physically present, right? And then when he's on his way back home a week before he gets back home, the dude dies. Oh, wow. Right? Wow. But now he's not he's not internally present. My dad left me three times, man. Wow. Right? That's and the impact of me not having my father in any of those stages and spaces caused me to show up in the ways that I've, the unhealthy ways in which I've shown up for yeah. years in my life. And so yeah. that's a part of the reason why. That nine to 12, nine to 15, you know, me, when me having children, I've always talked about that is a critical stage of the blueprint. Yeah. Of your blueprint, right? So to be able to, have that happen those 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 traumatic things happen during that time how did you how, how how what 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 was it in your mind that told you that i'm going to get you know get out of this how did you push yourself through that i didn't okay got it I didn't got it um i didn't do it even if i did i didn't do it well okay got it right so got well it. into my adulthood fred the infidelities and the right. anger issues yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. and all of those kinds of things, the unhealthy manifestations of that time in my life yeah. um, just kind of showed up in, in ways that affected and impacted 
every relationship, not not just the marriages that that I've had, but also, you know, friendships that I've had. Sure. Um, you know, I had this issue around abandonment because my dad left me three times. I mean, no doubt. You know, the dude couldn't tell me he loved me. He never hugged me. Mm. Never kissed me on the forehead. Never told me I was great. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Right. And I, I didn't right. get anything from him. Right. Right. And yet, even knowing that, I still longed for it. Mm-hmm. And I longed for it from him. Um, and he could never give it to me. Yeah. Right. So yeah. he did write a letter. I don't know whether he had a premonition or what, Fred, but he did write a letter to my grandmother. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said, hey, mom, just please tell. Uh, my nickname was Buddy at that time, Fred. Somebody <laughs> right. call me Buddy now. I'm going to smack him. I make sure I won't call you Buddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he writes this letter and he says, tell Buddy. I loved him. I just didn't know how to be a father. It was the mm-hmm. first time that I'd ever heard I love you from my father. And he literally said it from the grave. Wow. Right. So I didn't manage it well, man. Yeah. Yeah. And um, there are a lot of brothers out here who have experienced trauma, Fred, who are just not managing it well. Yeah. It's not that they're bad dudes. But nobody is seeking to understand that empathy thing you and I were talking, talking about. about yeah, that's right. Um, <clears throat> nobody is seeking to understand the challenges that exist with uh, how brothers are experiencing life. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, uh, yeah, um, I didn't do it well. Um, it, it is such I really have, a, you know, I've always talked about. You know, people people say, you know, well, my dad didn't know how to be a father and history is where I was. And, and it seems to always go back to how we were, was raised. Our personality always is developed based on what we latch on to to fill the void of what we did not have. And then we're expected in a relationship. Yes. To give something that we don't have. Absolutely. What are your thoughts <clears throat> on that? I think that's a powerful point. Um, the the <clears throat> in, inside the Remand Project, Fred, we have a swear jar, <laughs> and the stuff. swear jar is not for cussing because we we all cuss inside the Remand Project. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The audience like, did didn't you just say you was a preacher? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my that's my bio. That's my bio. Right. <laughs> kind of like I used to work at a restaurant, you know, same thing. Bio. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> man. Um so so inside remain, we have a swear jar, but the swear jar isn't for cussing, the swear jar is for excuses. Love it. Yes. Right? Every brother who makes an excuse or at least sounds like he's making an excuse, he's mm. got to give a dollar to the jar. And when oh, the dollar yeah. is given to the jar, we uh, want to donate that to the Delaware Coalition Against Domestic Violence. Oh, nice. Yes, right. yes. Um, and I say, that be- I say that to say this, that yes, the story in large numbers for Black males is the fact that dad wasn't there. Yep. There's no legacy, right. right? There's no, you were talking a moment ago, pre-show, we had a lot of good pre-show nuggets, right? 
of I heard you talk about what's your last name? Your last mm-hmm. name is Giles, yeah, right? Yeah. There's a legacy that yeah. you created for your children. Yes. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, in large numbers in urban spaces and stations, that kind of legacy is not left. Okay, got right? it. Yeah. Uh, there's a difference between being called a father and fathering. Yes. There's a difference in being a parent and parenting, yes. right? Parenting is a verb. Yeah. Being a parent is a noun. So everybody's <laughs> stuck in being a parent. Yeah. Or parenting. Right. Plus it's an action. In it's an action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I got it's you. It's a yeah, verb, yeah. Right. Not so, a static thing of a, I'm a parent. I absolutely. got you. Okay. I got you. Right. So, so we, we don't ever ask the question and then I'll go back. We don't ever ask the question. Do you father your children? We ask your, we ask the question, are you a father? Are you mm. a dad? Mm. So we can hide behind, yes, I'm a dad. Yeah, yeah. But the real question is, are you doing the dad? (laughs) (laughs) No one asked that question. So we can hide behind the noun and really never live out the verb. Um, That's a great question. We're asking the wrong questions. You just maybe, I just had a thought that come to me that says, that is a great, because most of the time we're going to say we're a dad for the, for the position of the title. Right. But then we want to leave when it's time to go to work, when it's time to clock in. To right. The fathering. Right. Like right. my son's doing that. He's doing right. that. Dad, I love the kid. He keep having them. I'm like, son, if you ain't going to. Now, he's a great father. I'm just saying, it's just yeah. like the things that I love. Oh, dad, I don't like changing the kid. Oh, it's disgusting. <laughs> what do you mean? This is, this is, this, you created this. This is what. I did this to you. This is a beautiful yeah. part. Yeah. But everybody is not, everybody's built differently. Yeah. Even though I made you, don't mean you're going to be the same as me. Yeah. I'm a junior too. I'm a fit child. My, my, my friends are four. But so that really made me. So so what you're saying is as a result of, you know, the swear jar, I love, I love that, the excuses thing. Yes. I love the fact that you were asking the question because it's like, I'm asking the question. And some of them may not have the answer. What do you do for those who don't have the answer? Yeah, yeah. And and the the fact is the majority of the brothers don't have the answer. Okay. Got right. Um, and so we help them walk work through that. Work through you know, that. Got you, it. Um, and we, you know, it's six months of intense work, mm-hmm. uh, internal introspective work. Yeah. Right. Um because you know i've got i've got great colleagues and friends fred who would suggest that all a man needs is a job to feel worthy and valuable uh but that's not true mm-hmm. right his value can't come from his job because if it does what happens when he loses it yeah right <clears throat> so so i think i think that there's a degree of normalcy that i created around the dysfunction of my family um and i love all of my family yeah Uh, but i have to be honest and i had to be honest and face the fact that my upbringing was jacked Mm -hmm. and and yet i celebrate a mom who did the best she could with what she had at the time she had it right right Uh, she did a phenomenal job at parenting, even when I didn't follow everything that she would mm-hmm. say. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and so I think it's important to recognize and be honest about 
what we really saw and experienced in that that seven, nine to fifteen year old yeah. range. Yeah, yeah. That no one wants to talk about. Yeah. Okay. Right? Gotcha. And, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And, and so for me, I had to kind of go back. And you're absolutely right. I had to discover what my seven year old self longed for, mm-hmm. what was still playing out at 45, 46 years Absolutely. old. Absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right, and yep. so, uh, and, and that's three marriages later, yeah. Right? Yeah. right? That's, yeah. that's yeah. broken heart after broken heart after broken yeah. heart. That's me cheating after cheating after yeah. cheating. Yeah. That's me doing a bunch of dumb stuff yeah. that, yeah. you know, I had to own. Yeah. I had to yeah. find its origin and then mm-hmm. interrupt the cycle and the yeah. pattern yes. so that I could be something different for this other generation of men. And by the way, this idea that we need to continue to start over with young people, we we have no we have no group of men to start to help young people start over. Oh, gotcha. Right? So gotcha. so, yeah. so yeah. for me, I only work with brothers 25 years old and older ah. for that very reason. I want to create a pool of brothers who are whole and healed Yes, so that we can start over. We can start empowering, you know, young people. And, and let me, let me just shout you, uh, bro, because we have become a society of surrogates, mm. Fred, where there are young men who, and I'm, I'm talking to every father who is doing corny stuff, <laughs> right? I, I mean, and because I know two young men right now, Fred, who live across the street in their respective cities from their biological fathers, okay. and the young men have mentors. Wow. Wow. Fred, wow. so how in the hell mm, mm, do you mm. have... Your biological son had a male mentor and you across the street. Man, that sounds crazy. Our society has become okay with that. Right, right. And I come to interrupt that pattern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, to say to biological fathers, if you are not involved, I can give you the tools. Yeah. But if you are not involved with your child's life, that's some corny stuff. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It is to, you know, I can't even like a lot of time my wife tells me that she says, you're a different breed. I'm like, I don't yeah. know if I'm different. She's, she says, because like, like just last night, my daughter's had a baby. I had to get off the phone with her. Now this is her first child. Yeah. She's 20, she's 25. And my son as well, because I'm so involved yes. that I could block them from their learning. Yeah. Right, so she has a brand new baby. I'm not a woman. Her, her, she, she with her mom. She's in the good hands, but what happened was <clears throat> the baby had a little mucus, stopped breathing for a little bit. So my daughter just got freaked out. But her mom jumped on. You know, I've had five kids with her mom, so she know what to do. Yeah. But her mom knew what to do. But the fact that I had to hang up the phone because I was out of my, I'm father, but I was out of my element as far as that's concerned. I had to let my ex-wife do what she needed to do. Mm-hmm. And we have a co-parent relationship, so there's never been a thing where I say, "What you doing?" No, if she, if she, no, if the kids are with me, and if she knows they with me, there's no more talking. Yeah. If they with them, their mom, there's no more. What do you? There's none of that yeah. because yeah. we've established that. 
But I had to get the phone with her because I was seeing her, the anguish that she was going through. And, you know, I got a breastfeed and this, I haven't been sleeping. And we went through the same thing. <laughs> right. But she has to go through this. And I can't, I can't, like, this is not the time for me to be like, you know, the motivation. Nah, she, right. said, honey, this is not a joke. Right. This is your child. Right. It's a difference when you're responsible to somebody. I yes. go on the work. Yes. But it's a difference when you're responsible for someone. For someone. Yes. That's the difference. I said, yes. now you're responsible for somebody. Yeah, friend. So it's interesting is to see her. And I called this morning. I put it down. My wife was like, just, just let her go. You know, she's she's going to be all right. She's with her mom. Called this morning. You okay? Oh, yeah, I'm good. I was just, you know, I learned this. I learned that. I know what to do. But if I was on the phone all night trying it's okay. So sometimes I got to take my, take my, but it's, it's interesting is because um, that, that, that to, to be able to have somebody, like you said, right there across the street and they, and they have a mentor. It's different. Like I was at AI, I've been, I've been mentoring at AI before COVID about seven years and it's only a half an hour. And I was going up to AI and young boys would come in and it was weird for me because, you know, Priscilla artist, she was chasing me while I was working on the movie found a couple years ago during that movie process. And uh, she was like, I want you to mentor. I was like, oh, I ain't mentor. Let me mentor my own kids first. And yes. then I go, <laughs> yeah. yes. Baby, let me glance past that, man. Don't, yes. don't glance past that. That is such an important statement that you just made, Fred. Okay. I want your audience to hear it because I asked my barber before God cut my hair. God cut my hair, it ain't never came back, right? <laughs> it looks good, bro. Everybody can't do it, so it's all good. Mine went in 93 when Honest came out. When Honest came out, that was me. I said, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay with it because you know I had that Bobby Brown thing going Absolutely. on back at the day. <laughs> so, so I asked my barber, his name was Al. I say, Al, we, we, what do we do about all this that's happening? Where, how do we, brothers step up? That brother says something so brilliant. He said, hey, Don, if every man would just take care of his own yard, every man take care of his own yard, the problem is fixed. I don't need to take care of your yard. You don't need to take care of my yard. Let me be responsible for my yard. You responsible for yours, the next man responsible for his. Because let me, let me make a bold statement here, Fred. I'm trying to put this whole mentoring thing out of business. Understood. Got it. Right? Got the it. objective for me is to get biological fathers reinvested in the family structure. Uh, right? Not that they go back with mom. That, that ain't my twist. Yeah, 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 yeah. But at least have a co-parenting relationship for the sake of the your young man, your young lady, because they need you. There's a unique contribution that Fred Fitzgiles brings to the table right. that mom can't bring. Good. It is what it is. Yeah. And I think our society has to <clears throat> embrace the fact yeah. that the contribution that males bring, that dads bring, cannot be brought by anyone else. Mm -hmm. And even, I'm sure you've seen this, even those young men and young ladies who have been and are being mentored, they still have a biological dad-sized hole in their soul that can only be filled by him. That is the truth. 
That is right. Yep, so yep. so my, my thing is to step to every father mm-hmm. and say, man, where are you? Yeah. Yeah. Where, where are you with regard and in proximity to your own child? Don't wow. tell me that that you're you're helping another sister raise her children. I ain't got no problems with that. Right. But but don't tell me that you're doing that and you're not taking care of your own child. I'll, I'll end by saying this, Fred. You can't end. Just keep going, because I'm telling you, you hitting on something right now with that, man. I Yes, keep going. Yes, sir. So there's a book. Uh, In 1986, there was a documentary uh, that was done called The Vanishing Black Family. And what they did was they highlighted this one dude who was, yo, this, this cat was populating the whole earth. Right. So he he was smashing here, smashing there, had a bunch of children. And when asked, why don't you wear a condom? Why don't you? He said, man, girls don't want to feel that fakeness. And, you know, he said, well, what about your children? He said, well, what I don't do, the government does. So, right. (laughs) Right. That was the mentality. Yes. Right. And so they 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 kind of promoted him as this guy that was quintessential to black male fathers, Mm. right? Mm. And so there was a book written to argue that against that called Doing the Best I Can. Mm. And I want every father that is listening and even moms to understand by reading that book because what Catherine Eden writes in that book, White Lady, Mm-hmm. is that black men when they are first becoming fathers when they first hear that their lady is pregnant Fred mm-hmm. it's an exciting time yes right yes. it's a fun time like I'm gonna have a shorty yeah I yeah need, right yeah, we, we, all that all, all that, that. Comes, yeah man yeah I mean yes you know? yes and, and so what, well, what happens between the time that they're excited to the time that they fall off? Mm. Every man, everybody listen to me. Every man, don't miss this. Every man wants to win at what he does. Yes. I don't know a man that doesn't want to win. So when we feel inept at a thing, right, we, we quit. Yeah. Because in our minds, it's better for me not to be involved than for me to be involved and jack all of this up. So, so what, what Catherine Eden argues in the book is that they don't know how this is going back. I'm going to bring it back. Yeah. How to handle crisis. There it is. Right. So now I've got a child and now I'm not getting along with mom. Mm-hmm. So how do I not get along with mom, still be here for my child. Right. Yes. Now I lost my job. How do I deal with the crisis of losing my job? I got money problems. I can't deal with mom. And now my child looking at me like I ain't. Right? So now Absolutely. I'm going to go back on the block. <laughs> That's right. 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 I'm going to go right. back on the block. And being on the block, I'm going to make this money, but I'm going to go to jail. Yeah. yeah. Right. So now I'm out of her life. I'm out of my child's life. I'm, I'm, I'm out of the system. I'm out of society. And by the way, I found out before I went away to do this seven year bit. Now I got another girl pregnant. So when I come out, I got the same crisis magnified than before I went in. Mm. Right. So now I got my, my, 
my child's mom, the first child. I got another child by another young lady. I come out, I still don't have no job. Ain't nobody trying to hire me. I'm gonna go back to the block. Mm. And the cycle and the pattern continues, Fred. Wow. Right? So the, the objective that you and I have, the responsibility that you and I have is to take, to go to a high level and to highlight that BS that mm -hmm. a brother is encountering and mm -hmm. say, man, you got to break this. Yes. yes. Because otherwise it's going to happen all over again. That's not a deadbeat dad. That's a dude that doesn't have the tools to deal with the nuances that come with right. black life as a black man in urban spaces. And nobody has any, um, no, no one has set up anything to deal with adult black men. We yes. got youth programs. We got women programs. We got LGBTQI plus programs. Yes. Yes. We got all these programs. But when it comes to black men, they throw us away like he ain't never going to change anyway. Wow. So let me just let him stew in his crisis. Wow. We need, now I know why, when I you first said it, I know what, the challenge is to challenge those programs. Because typically when I saw, even though I wasn't part of it, it was people that were not like us, yes. that were part of these programs to be able to check off a box. Yes, Fred. Right? Yes. I, I noticed that after a while. Yes. I'm there for this young person and I'm here for this young black man that 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 needs, that, that his father just died. Yes. Right. And I'm it's, and even though it's only a half hour done, it was crazy because I spend my kids. I'm Charlie Brown's teacher sometimes to my kids, man. You know, <laughs> I think. Yes. At 12. But then at 25, I hear my daughter or my son talking to somebody else. Uh -uh, I ain't done that because my dad used to say. Right. And that to me, that's redemption for me. Absolutely, like, man. I didn't think you was listening when I said yeah. that, you know, yeah. <clears throat> but for the, for the program's concerned, you're right. We need to have something that, cause the tools are there. Yes. But they're not there to where they're there in a sense of, I, I, I feel that you need to take this in order to get this job. You need to take this in order to be able to sort of qualify for this check. You need to take, so it's like the, the, the motive it's not you. It's Absolutely, not. Bro. It's not. It's not a you. This is Absolutely. for your son, and you're gonna do anything for your kid or your wife. But when are you? When is there gonna be a program where we talk about you? Absolutely. I think that's a great. That's a beautiful. No, Fred, I could not have said it any better, man. I, I'm. You know, these guys. We we work with ex gangbangers. We work with CEOs. We work with white collar cats. We work with former, formerly incarcerated guys. The one thing we all got in common is we black men, man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And this, it doesn't matter what level of success a dude has acquired. He's still got that stuff, man. Yeah, man. That, that note that he's been able to mask simply in success. Yeah. Right. He is CEO, but that dude broken. Yeah. Yeah, and it shows yep. up in his relationships, is whether or not he's dealing with his kids. Yeah, you know, um, and so the Remand Project is unapologetically about the interest of black men. Um, 
and people ask us all the time, when you going to start Remad for Women? Never. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I loved, you know, I, was, I learned from this from Danielle uh, about <laughs> staying on, yes. focus on one thing, that thing. Yeah. It, it, that helped me when she, I learned that from her because it's like, we, we can be all over the place and we're trying to cater to everybody. Yes. Right? Yes. Even McDonald's gets a McRib or two every once in a while, but the main thing, <laughs> yeah, 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 they come back to right. <laughs> That's a season, but the main thing is the main thing, and keeping That's that me. focus is the only way it can grow. It's like back in the day when we were younger, man. We used to have them little caps. Remember caps? We used to play caps with them, yeah. and we have those little, uh, you know, they can't sell them things today. Jesus, right, own cabs, right? It's some right. things they can't really sell. Right. We take a magnifying glass and go outside, and we try to make them, you know, put the put them on the cap, and it would pop, you know, and put and think. Yeah. But I think about that level. The reason why that that magnifying glass is able to, you know, burn through and make that thing heat up is because I never move it. Right, right, right. You catch right? the ray, yeah. And you Focus it and don't move. Don't move it, and then Absolutely. and then what happens when it doesn't move? Then it goes. You put you know imagine putting popcorn in the microwave, and yeah. every time you put it in there, you keep opening up to see if it's done. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, right. One twenty-five. Leave it alone. Right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Is it done? And then soon you and what happens? Like you said, what happens as soon as you open it up, it stops the process, and then right. you start all over again. Right. But right. You just stay focused on it. So yeah. It's free man for black men. Absolutely. Period. 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 Anything else is, 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 is a distraction. A absolutely, Fred. Without question. I got it. I got it. I love that. Tell me about a crisis that you had in your life that dealt with business or personal that allow you to be able to change in an instant. Yeah. Uh, so two of them. I'll tell you a, a personal one uh, first. Uh, Seven years ago, I was diagnosed with prostate cancer. Mm. And uh, for anybody that knows any type of cancer, sure. right? Uh, prostate cancer is usually an older dude's piece. Yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and here's the here's the brilliance of God, man. I'll never mm. leave God, even if I don't go back to church. I'll never I'll never leave God. Yeah, right? yeah. He, he knows that, by the way. Just so you oh, know, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, so I've been an entrepreneur all of my life, right? Yeah. Whether or not that took the form of pastoring, founding yeah. a church or what have yeah. you. I've been an entrepreneur for a good 30 years. Wow. And uh, so I didn't have, I didn't have health insurance, right? Yeah. I would just pay out of pocket. Yep. And then Obamacare comes. Yep. Right. And when Obamacare comes, I still got an article on my wall. When Obamacare comes, uh, I sign up. Uh, I'm a part of the marketplace getting black people to sign up. And oh, OK. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, my first trip to the doctor, Fred. Right. Uh, now, this, this is where the brothers get squeamish. OK. Right? My first trip to the doctor. He did a prostate exam. Yeah. I know about that. Stand, buddy. It ain't no joke. Trust me. Let me Yo, friend. My, my my problem is I'm, I'm I'm trying to do this. He said, nah, bro, you ain't sitting back. This ain't a sit back yeah, situation. That's <laughs> no, bro. Nobody does that. <laughs> nobody. He said, well, you know, 
You can you can you can die later on or you, how you want to do it. <laughs> I got educated on that. So brothers, yeah, just go get it done. Get the exam. It's the most oh, uncomfortable you know. thing in the world, but you gotta get That's the exam. Right. You gotta get it done. And when I when I got the exam, Fred, to make a long story short, um that doctor said, I got good news and I got bad news. Mm. First trip to the doctor wow i said what's the what's the uh what's the bad news you got cancer dude what? what's the good news what? <laughs> <laughs> yo ain't no good news after that man <laughs> so i'm saying well what what is the good news and he said he said the good news is we caught it early. Thank God. We would have had this conversation six months to a year down the line. Mm. We'd be having an entirely different conversation. Oh my God. Wow. Right? Thank you, Jesus. So I want you to see the grace of God, Fred. The grace mm. of God is I get health insurance just in time. Just in time. To catch and arrest this cancer. Mm, mm, mm. Otherwise, you and I don't have a podcast. I'm out of here. Yeah. Wow. Right. And um, so you you begin to appreciate life differently. Yes. Yes. You don't, you don't have time for foolishness, BS. Yeah. You don't have no yeah. time for that. You don't. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you, and, and even in that, if you don't, if you're not mature, you'll do immature stuff. So when I found out, I'm like, man, I'm, <laughs> I'm just going, I'm gonna live. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, the first yeah, thought, I'm, right, right. I'm cheating, I'm doing crazy stuff because on my mind is, I don't know what my next day gonna yeah, look like. So yeah, anything yeah. I've always wanted to do, yep. I'll do that. That's right. With my, who is now my ex-wife, the heck right, with right. Me. Think about right, it. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. I don't feel what she think about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? yeah. Um, and so I wilded. Mm -hmm. Right? I was afraid, Fred. Mm -hmm. I preached for years. I was afraid to die, bro. Mm. Wow. Right? And so um, the Bible says the fear of death can cause you to be subject to bondage for the rest of your life. Just the fear of death. Yes. Right? And so I did crazy stuff. And so, so that was that was a period that really had attention to it. It was a period where, you know, I was grateful to be alive, grateful to God, really appreciative of my life that He had given me. But it was the beginning of this process where I just said, "Man, life can change in an instant." Oh man, that's true. You know, and so I'm gonna live my life. Yeah, man. Um, so, so that that's that's the personal thing, uh, Fred, that happened to me. Wow. Uh, never heard before, other than on your podcast, and will never be heard again, other than on this podcast. I'm gonna tell you the business one that nobody knows. Got it. Um, and it'll be the first time you've heard it too, Fred. You may have heard rumors about it, but nobody. I've never really spoken about it until mm -hmm. I could heal. Amen. Um, I took over church from or for my mom. Remember I pastored Tabernacle for Oh yeah. 
Remember that for two years. Wow, I used to walk past there going to McDonald's, brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and that relationship with me pastoring that church just never went well. And let me let me just say on the front end, a part of the reason why it didn't go well, Fred, is I was never supposed to pastor it in the first place. Understood. Yeah. Um, God never gave me the okay. He never gave my mom the okay. My mom really wanted to retire. She was yeah. tired. Yeah. Um, and she wanted to retire. And I had gone back uh, to really f- deal with the whole cancer thing. Yep. And so, you know, she allowed me to rest and chill. And then once I was healed, she's like, babe, I just want to I want to retire. And, um, you know, I want you to take over. Mm. For her, it was a, kind of like an honor thing. Like you're my son. Everybody yeah. else, you know, passes down legacy. I want you to be a beneficiary of mine. Right. So her heart was pure. Um, and, and Fred, it was, it was, it was just a horrible two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a horrible two years because you got to remember um, that my mom had been pastoring at that time, uh, almost 30 years, if not 30 years. Wow. Right? 30. 30 years. And so, Man. and she's a woman. Yes. Right. Holding it down. Holding it down as a come woman. on. Come and, on. And then among yes. all of all, the majority of the leadership in my mom's church was women. Remember her yes. assignment. Her assignment is to shatter the glass ceiling. Yes. Yes. Right. So yep, to yep. provide opportunities for sisters and to tell yes. you can do it. Well, here I come as a man. In that environment. In that environment. Yeah. And one of the first things I do is I start promoting men. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it threw everything in an upheaval. Wow. Right. Wow. First of all, I did it too quickly. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying you, you got you can't, it. You can't dismantle 30 years yeah. in 60 days. Yeah. Right. It's but a I'm a cruise ship. You just it's, a, it's, a, it's a cruise ship. <laughs> I, I, I remember leaving Florida. We took this long to be able to just turn around to head out to the Bahamas. It was, are we still? Are we still turning? Right, right. It's a <laughs> cruise ship, and, and I had yeah, no yeah. patience. Sure, I got it. Um, I, got I had it. no patience at all. Yeah, I, I attempted to do some new things that I thought would just kind of spur growth because yeah. the church at that time was. 65 was the median age. You oh, can't wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right? So yeah. I needed to promote some young people. I needed to get some men involved. That makes sense. Um, and I just did it too quickly. And they rebelled. Mm-hmm. They rebelled. Mm-hmm. And what nobody knows is they locked me out of that church. Got it. Right. Um, the single most painful time of my life was being locked out. That's the Baptist way of firing you right there. They, they, they called me into a meeting. They, mm. they prayed, they read a letter, said you fired. Mm. If you come back on the premises of the church, we're going to lock you up. I mean, this is the church that I grew up in. Up in yeah. Wow. Right. And yeah. so um, it was, it was, it was painful. And it was also during the time that, you know, I had, I had been unfaithful uh, to my ex-wife, my second wife. And, you know, I just, I was wild and Fred, uh, but, that's, but that's a lot. That's a lot. Cause on one hand you're taking over the legacy, 
you got to introduce a whole new situation. You got to think forward at the same time. Right. Right. And at the same time, being able to honor what is. Right. Oh, man. It was really, really difficult to be able to do. Um, And I didn't have the maturity to do it. I just just didn't. You know, I had founded my church. Okay. So what I said went is <laughs> it's, it's, it's the apostle weeks yeah 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 pretty much he, he yeah found the g back right that's right, that's so right. What, what that's he right. says right that's what it is that's right <laughs> um so i'm used to that mentality yeah and they like nah nigga that happens here that's right like, yeah, um, yeah we run this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and so you know it be it strained my mother and i it just sure. our relationship. We didn't sure. we didn't speak for a very and Fred, they fire me a week after I get back from my honeymoon from being married the third time. Wow. So now I lost my job. Mm. Now it hits and impacts my new marriage. Right. Now we fussing at each other. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Man. And so so when you, you talk, talk about, about leading yourself through a crisis, right, Fred? My goodness, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. And so, in the in the middle of all of this, you know, I start transform church because starting church is all I knew. I knew how to do that, yeah. right? And so I I defaulted to the thing I knew the most. Um, and here's the good news about transform: transform church was fifty one percent men. Is that? That's unheard of. Unheard most of, of bro. We didn't have a large church, maybe a hundred people. Right. But fifty-one percent of the guys on the roster and the guys showing up were brothers. Showing up consistently. Consistently. Whoa. In leadership. Wow. Right. Uh, the guys on the door, the guys in the ushers, the guys oh on the band. Brothers, 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 brothers. I was wow. intentional about creating a space. For, for brothers to be able to worship God and to do it in a way that did not rob them of their masculinity. It was Got incredibly it. important to me. That's awesome. Um, and I did it also, to, I did it also to rebel. Let me, let me just, let's, let's just be completely transparent. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Let I it, let it. Be. <laughs> I was going to ask that. Is that kind of like, is there a little, yeah, little, yeah, little yeah, big there's, thing? There's a tab, right? I'm throwing the tab. <laughs> I'm throwing the tab <laughs> Across the way, I'm throwing That's a right. That's right. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Brothers, you know, um, but but I was intentional about men, Got and it. I was intentional about men. There's a picture of of me every New Year's. I would call up brothers to the altar, Got it. to represent their families. Right. I I. I because I knew if I could get them right, their family, I, I didn't, I didn't want to, this, this is a key, Fred, hear mm-hmm. me. I didn't want to pastor women. Mm-hmm. I wanted to pastor men who would pastor their families. My job wasn't to pastor wives and children. It was a husband's job to pastor his wife and children. My job was to pour into him so he could pour into them. That's my philosophy. I don't want to run your family, dude. A part of the reason why brothers don't go to church is pastors are attempting to run families no i just want to pour into fred bishop weeks want to pour into fred so fred can pour into fred's family that's right that's your family ain't weeks's business right that's right you are weeks's business yep 
but that's the model that was yeah. in my own mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, and my mom and I today have the single greatest relationship. She is the apple of my eye. That's beautiful, uh, Fred. But our relationship was tried. Yeah, yeah. Right yeah. Uh, in in that moment. Um, and you know, I had to recognize my own contribution to that crisis. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember going to God and like, my man, what was, what's this? Right. Is that how you talk to God? I wonder about that. I, yeah. 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 I talked to God like, <laughs> when I talk, like my man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, heavenly father. No, I, don't, I don't do the heavenly father. <laughs> like, oh, man, what is, what this? is going on? Right. <laughs> right. right. Said, what? I said, I'm a week home from my honeymoon. I'm fired. I ain't got no job. He said, yeah. Mm. What? what do you mean? Yeah. Wow. He said, I never told you to take that job. Never. So you could have saved yourself a bunch of heartache. Mm. If you just listen to what I tell you to do. My God. Wow. Right. So for me, now I'm clear about out of all of that crisis emerges the Remain Project and a clarity about yes. what I'm, what God told me. He said, all you got to do is listen to what I tell you to do. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. out of that emerges the Remain Project and clarity about what I'm supposed to do. Um, and you remember, you remember back in the day, Fred, there was this commercial, the hair club for men. Yeah, man. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Remember that dude said, I'm not just the president. I'm a client. I'm a client. <laughs> right? <laughs> so the Remain Project, I'm not just the CEO, bro. Wow. I'm the first fruit mm. of what the Remain Project offers. Amen. I'm That's the result good. of its process. Wow. And my commitment is to every day get better and better and to be my most authentic self. And then whoever is in my life, um, you know, will be the beneficiary of a true and authentic Donald. Awesome. Um, and that's what I try to help brothers to unveil in themselves mm -hmm. and to become uh, in themselves is how to manage crisis. I, I'll say this, Fred, um, Dr. Henry Cloud, yeah. right, says his definition for integrity and character is this. He says it's the capacity to meet, face and overcome adverse realities mm. crisis yes that's it right the what what makes you necessary to your family is what you have shown even today yes how do how do i help my family navigate crisis yes sisters are wired emotionally right right so we can expect that when a crisis comes you know, DMX said, y'all gonna make me lose my That's mind, right. <laughs> right, up in here. Brothers stabilize. That's right. right. That's right. right? We, we bring clarity to moments. We, right. we let environments know we are thermostats. We're not, That's right. we're not thermometers, right? We, That's we, right? we create cultures. That's right. So, so the, the one thing that men bring to the table that should always be celebrated is the fact that we manage crisis yes yes and our yeah, families yeah. we bring a sense of stability and calm to situations that would otherwise be bananas 
because we understand, you know, uh, that that integrity and character is I have the I have the ability to meet this moment. Awesome. You know what I'm saying? And yes. so, yeah, man, that's a long way around uh, those two times of crisis. Yeah. And nobody has ever heard the story about Tabernacle up until now. Wow, I, I, I appreciate Tabernacle. that. I love them. I love yes. them. They they still check on me to this day. I'm still. <laughs> yes, sir. Day. But, you know, th- them locking me out of church. It was funny because in the Baptist, bro, while they were praying, a deacon was outside changing the locks. Whoa. <laughs> Oh, so they, they, got, they got their own system. <laughs> I'm a son of the church, man. They lock me out. I'm a That's son it. of the church, and they lock me out like I wow. was off the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Right? And it made me better. Yeah. It did. It made it me always, better. It made me it's always the results, man. Oh, that it was, it's, it's the transformation, man. And let me just tell you this, um, because I've been, I've been following you, and uh, you and I, Connected, you know, in my, I, st- I still do com- my, my computer stuff every once in a while, but, okay. uh, uh, but it's, it's like to be able to see you go from a life of challenge, turmoil, be able to uh, navigate yourself through this, yeah, right, yeah, and then to be able to the growth, and then it's kind of like the ups and the downs, and then you start. You're going from being a success to a person of significance now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, Fred. You see what I'm saying? Yes, so, but it's hard to do that without those lockout moments. That's right. Because if if the adversity doesn't come, that's so right. Diversity is the is the catalyst for your that's connection right. to your destiny. I really, I really believe that. Absolutely. So, without that you would have been a different person and man would have never been born. It would have never been born. It would have never, ever been born. If I had, wow. and it's possible for us to grow comfortable in a calling that is not ours, right? And so what God does to get me out of that is create turmoil. Sure, yeah. Right? And so, yeah. you know, there, there are different philosophies about whether or not God is involved. True. God, God locked me out of Tabernacle. Pretty much, he used them, yeah. right? But he there locked it is. me out of right. absolutely because his, right. To your point is, Donald, I got something else for you to do. And if I get, if I allow you to get comfortable in a decision that you made that you shouldn't have made, I, I'll give you, I'll give you a scriptural example. Okay. The Bible says, "Red, this is about to be good." Cash out me. You remember in Genesis, God's, when Adam and Eve make a decision that is antithetical to what God says. Yeah. He kicks them out the garden. Yeah, that's true. Right? He makes yeah. them incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah. And not only does he do that, but he places flaming swords at the mouth of the garden so that they never return to it, mm-hmm. right? And so a part of what God does and all of that's love. All of it. All of that's love, Fred. So if you and I are walking by the garden at the time God's kicking them out and placing flaming swords, we like, 
Oh, what's wrong with you, my man? What are we? What are you talking? Yes. Right. And he yes. says, "I'm loving them." Wow. So I now know, tabernacles locking me out is a sign of God's love for me. Wow. Because he, if he didn't love me, he'd have left me in that, and I would have never birthed the Remand Project, which is the single most important. Uh, organization and purpose, uh, not organization, but purpose of our day. Yeah, There's no yes. more important purpose of our day than to get Black men back on track. And 25 years ago, 27 years ago now, Minister Louis Farrakhan saw it. Mm. And he calls a million men to the mall. I was there. You were there. I was there. Right? I was there. So even as a Christian, it wasn't about Christian Muslim. It wasn't about no. Muslim, right. It was about black men stepping into. That's right. So, so what I see the Remand Project as Fred is this extension of the work that God began through Minister. Yes. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. What, what what happens after the rally though is nothing takes place. That's the challenge. But right? it goes back to those programs that you said that doesn't exist. Yes. There's yes. nothing to hook it into to yes. continue it. Yes. It has the same spirit. Yes. Think about this. Most of the time, we get excited. I always say motivation is temporary. You get motivated today and tomorrow, you don't know why you're motivated. Yes. But it's like commitment, though. Yes. That's for atonement and commitment. Commitment yes. is doing what you say you were going to do yes. long after the feeling has left you. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. When that, when that feeling of us riding down and they, they let, letting us through the toes, like, go on, man, go ahead. We, we was riding down. It was, it was no toes. <laughs> we yes. Slapping hands, Muslim, left, doesn't matter. I wasn't about that. I was about the fact that there was a there was a moment for black men. Yes, I sir. I was not Fred. going to miss. Yes, sir, Fred. I, in 1995, and I remember, and I called my brother. I said, yo, going, man. Yes, took sir. Took off work. Took off work. Lost yes, $800. But gained a connection. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Gained a connection. Yes, sir. That was, that was that was that was more than money. Yes, sir. Because yes, I got sir. a better understanding. I can listen to a I can listen to a Farrakhan right now and listen to the message. I can listen to you know somebody that's Christian. I can check out somebody. I can have conversation with people because it was more than just the people that was in my box. Yeah, that was telling right. me. Yeah, I'm limited. I can't. Yeah. I I can't grow. I can only grow as far as like buying a shark. You're going to put a shark in a small thing or you're going to yes. put a shark in a big thing. Yes. That's what that thing did for me. Yes. It allowed me to expand so I wouldn't feel so, you know, I wouldn't feel so uh, uh, intimidated by talking to a Chinese person. I was the, I was a, I was, I was a president of Toastmasters. I had Indian, Pakistanian, uh, white, Chinese, and they were, they were all, I said, they're listening to me. Yeah, I, I didn't go to college. I, I yeah. high school, computer school. That was yeah. it. Yeah, what am I doing here? Yeah, right. Yeah. How how yeah. am I able to connect with them? That's what that thing did to me. It broadened me up outside of twenty nine hundred four North Market Street. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wilmington, yeah. Delaware, right? Yeah, but it's just it, it helped me to open up my mind. And they, you know what they say: once your mind stretches, it, it, it can't go back. Even it if you even if you wanted to. Absolutely so right. Dono has stretched. Absolutely. You, you can forget the old Don. That's why That's it's interesting. Absolutely. It's interesting that you have able to even speak. And I can see kind of when you talk about the, the older stuff, there's a there's a there's a you're, you're working through that. 
Yes. I can see it. You're yeah. working through that, right? And so as you're working, but I can see that you've worked through it to the point where you know how to bring it and touch on it. And you know you can't forget about it. Right. But you got, because it makes you relevant. Right. Right. I believe that, man. Absolutely. And so I can see that. So I'm, I, I, I love seeing that transformation, man. I'm honored. I, I, you've always been a mentor, a friend of mine. Thank and you. I thank you for coming on the show, man. Real quick. If somebody wants to get a part of the the, the, the the Reman project, who is it typically for? What kind of black man is it for? Yeah, uh, so so we we are laser focused on adult black men, 25 years old and older, that have or are at least willing to develop growth mindsets. Mm-hmm. And we also specialize in uh, entrepreneurs, business owners, because um, like you, uh, all of these brothers that are here, drug dealers, yeah, they're just businessmen, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They're just businessmen with the yeah. wrong product. That's true. They got they have a different product, absolutely. Got a different yeah, product. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, we we deal with men in in several phases: uh, his personal life, his finances. We've got you know, his fitness, who he is as an individual, his spiritual mm-hmm. life. Nice. When we talk to him about who he is as a father, who he mm-hmm. is as a husband, mm-hmm. who he is as a son to an elderly parent. Mm-hmm. Right? What's your responsibility? What does that look like? Yeah. And then we talk to him about his legacy, right? Um, what are you going to pass down? Not just in morality, but tangible stuff. Like, sure. Do you have have you developed a business to be able to pass down to your children Absolutely. so that lives on, right? That's so right. life, leadership, and legacy is yeah. what the Reman Project is all about. Absolutely. And uh, we go through an interview process with with guys because you know you got to be ready for the intensity of the Reman Project. It is it is unlike any manhood organization ever because we in brothers' chess. Yeah. Um, there have been brothers ready to fight. Mm-hmm, yeah. But at the end, they love me. They like, I can imagine. Yeah, sure, you know, sure. Like, Absolutely. You, you talk greasy to us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. But right. at the end of the process, they see their lives better. Man, that is so powerful because I'm t- that's the hesitation for people. I know for me, it's like, I, you know, sometimes my family, there's certain people that I could talk to. If I, if I try to talk to them, it's like they're going to just, they're going to go off. But that's, but it's, that's not the reason to stay away from them. Yeah, yeah. Reason to figure out a way to be able to connect with them, go yeah. to where they are, you know, to a certain point, right? And then kind of bring them where you are. So, yeah. but but sometimes you got to be that chisel. And I get yeah. it. I can do it easy with my kids and my family, but I'm learning to develop it with other people that I don't know. Absolutely. So it's something that's, it's a, it's a, and I'm glad that you are doing that because that's where it's at. It's that chiseling in a way and then peeling back the layers. And, and just a bit by way of testimony, Fred, these guys, we've got guys, man, who um, one gentleman in particular, I'm going to say this without crying. This boy came into the Remain Project with a broken relationship with his daughter. And, you know, um, found out that he wasn't on the birth certificate of his daughter. And... So it, it caused him to question, sure. you know, like, am I really, Yeah. You know, is, and so he, he was like ready to give up and we was like, oh no, mm-hmm. whether you're on the birth certificate or not, right? It doesn't, it doesn't, birth certificates don't determine fatherhood. That's true. 
right? And so to make a long story short, we put in the work, he put in the work, a whole lot of work, forgiveness work, that internal stuff that he had to do. And now he and his daughter have recently reconnected, man. Wow. And I mean, see uh, the relationship bloom again. He just sent me a picture and he said, Doc, King's reign. Mm. And just him hugging his daughter, his daughter smiling, hugging him. Uh, that's the work that we do, right? Um, yes, uh, another guy um, had no relationship with his father. And uh, we, we gave him, we do what we do, right? We, we gave him the instructions, put him on this path, work with him. And it's hard work because you got to own the work you got to do without expect, expecting anything from the person you're trying to reconnect with, right? Mm, yeah. And he did that work. Which is not no emotionally normal. They want right. that feedback. Yeah, that right. You, you, want, you want to. Yeah. yeah. If he want a relationship with me, he got to come. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> right. yeah no, wow, man. that's part that's, of the training, though. That's, that's, part that's of the great. Training. That's part of the yeah. training, right? You got to irritate those norms, those defaults, yeah. that, those cycles, those patterns. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we, we do a lot of healing work in the first 30 days, a lot of healing work where we yeah. get them to admit what's really going on, what's really good. Let's, mm -hmm. And we, <laughs> Fred, this, your, your audience, I'll, I'll just use what we say. We say, tell the effing truth. Mm -hmm. any, any man that enters the Remand Project, one of the first things with, that we get them to commit to without judgment, ain't no judgment here, ain't none of that inside the Remand Project. The only one thing we want you to do, we need you to do, tell the effing truth. Yeah, yeah. Right. So that's a mantra for us. Yeah. Tell the truth. That's right. And while while the scripture doesn't say tell the effing truth, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it does, the same thing. If you know the truth, that's right. That's that right. truth that you know will make you free. Yeah. And so when we get them to admit, I do want a relationship with my dad. I'm just afraid of the mm -hmm. rejection that comes over and over again with mm -hmm. like a child that continues to touch the stove and get, get burned. I don't want to get burned another day. That's right. That's right. And so um, you know, we we've that dude has a relationship with his dad. His dad now saw his child for the first time. Oh, wow. That is beautiful. Right? Wow. So dad sees his grandchild for the first time because he ain't seen his son in the long. Mm. Those are the. Right? right? So when we, when we work with the state, our, the state pays us to make sure these guys get jobs. Yep. Got it. Right? But what we've said to the state is, look, you can get them a job, but they won't keep it. If you don't deal with the internal stuff, they're not going to keep the job. That's right. Right. And, and so, you don't want to deal with that. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, the, yeah. So let us do what we let do. Us do. Let's let us That's do, right. what we do and we'll That's put right. in that can keep jobs. That's right. Just let yeah. us do, yeah. what we do. And the state has been great. They've allowed us to do what we wow. do. They don't bother right. us. Right. Um, but, but those are two testimonies, Fred, mm. of the mm. work of an organization that goes really, really hard at healing and making whole black men. It is not, it's not too late for them, man. It's not, it's not too late for them, yeah. right? They just need somebody that loves them, cares about them and has their best interests at heart. 
And, you know, people say to me all the time, I know it's hard dealing with black men. No, it ain't. <laughs> it, it's not. Uh, once once yeah. they know you love them. That's right. That's and it. Them, they yep. good, man. Yeah. Three things they worried about. Do you care for me? Can you help me? And can I trust you? Absolutely, Fred. Do you say those three again. I love that. Do you care for me? Do you care for me? Can you help me? Can you help me? And can I trust you? Can I trust you? Absolutely, Fred. That's what I feel. That's what that's what they're looking for. Yes, sir. That's when the road starts. Yes, sir. If none and and, and listen, it doesn't matter if you get them out of order. Yes, sir. It's, it's none of them can be missing. Yes, sir. Because if one's missing, yes, sir. Forget about it. So that's yeah. I, I am honored to have you on the show, man. I appreciate you, Donald Morton, my man. Did you did you enjoy yourself, man? I did, bro. Immensely. <laughs> uh yeah, that's why I talk so much. Cause it's good. <laughs> this is good. You know, this, this is all about time. Listen, I'm gonna send you the file so you can just do what you will with chop okay. it the way you will, yes, so you can okay. have it. But um, give me um if if someone wants to, you know, uh kind of if, if they're at a point where they're just kind of lost and their self-esteem is yeah. down and yeah. they have they they kind of feel something that's 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 there, but yeah. they're 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 afraid to really kind of step out. What kind of advice would yeah. you give them? I would just uh, say to them, quite honestly, um, a black man in particular, man, just find the Reman Project. We, there you, go. you know, there, there's we we have perfected a science in getting brothers to the next dimension of their lives, mm. um, and that's not bragging. It just is what it is. That's good. You know, so I would tell them to contact us. Uh, we'll turn that spark into a full-blown fire, right? Where the, their lives, the lives of their family, the lives of their community, their businesses dramatically change. Um, and so I want every brother that's listening to uh, email uh, the Reman Project or email me personally. I'd like to hear your story uh, at Don, D-O-N at Remand, R-E-M-A-N-N-E-D org or uh, even text us uh, this is a text number only text us at 302-208-8999 and um, we'd love to work with you uh, the future of our world depends on the health and wholeness of black men and so uh, I'll be doing this work Fred until the day I die Amen. And thank you for allowing me to share with your audience, man. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for just being who you are, being a man of not just success, but a man of significance. Yes, sir. And I know this has got to be fulfilling for you personally, as far as your brothers. It absolutely is, man. I would do this for free. I'm grateful I don't have to do sure. it. For free. Praise the Lord. <laughs> like, you, I do like eating steak, you know? Every once in a while. <laughs> Absolutely. Man. But that's, that's no. awesome. You yeah. are, uh, and you are, you are checking out the It's Time to Leave podcast and uh, with my man, Don Morton. I appreciate you, bro, Donald Morton. And uh, I love you. And, love I, you, and uh, I love our friendship as well. And I'm looking forward mm -hmm. to helping out and uh, helping out with the, with the Remain Project. I'm loving, yes, loving that concept because yes, you got to be the change. Like Gandhi said, you got to be the change that you yes, want to see. You know, it's almost like uh, everybody on the sideline talking about, I would have, 
I would have did this. If I would have dunked the ball. I would have did that. Well, you still understand. You got to get right. in the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? The Remain Project is getting in the game and and, and, and providing that 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 platform and for, for young black men. I'm loving that. And uh, thank you so much for listening, everybody. I appreciate you. And I will update this information in the show notes as well so you guys can see that. And then you'll be able to, you can follow him on Facebook as well at Donald Morton. And also the, the, the Remand Project is on Facebook. The Remand Project with two N's. Just, just got to spell things out I heard though these days right now. <laughs> Thanks, Don. I appreciate you, man. Thank you, man. Thank you, man.